Okay. Yeah. It's it's gross. It's I'm gonna burp again. Oh, that was really small. You probably didn't. That was a baby burp. We're double recording, so it was just a burp from last episode. Yeah, I don't know. Trailing. Well, I've had a really um, emotionally intense and hectic couple of days. So I just drank a glass of wine and then I went out to the kitchen and to go to the bathroom in between recordings. And I was like, I probably don't need a beer. But I was like, I need a beer. So I have a beer. Treat yourself. Yeah, I don't give a shit, bro. Yeah. Let me tell you something. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing that would have made that better was if you had to let me tell you something with the beer in your hand. Like, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. (laughs) Weddings are the craziest thing I've ever experienced. Planning it. Yeah. One, because I'm planning it during COVID, which is just fucking weird. Yeah, it adds a whole new layer of chaos. Yes. Two is that it really makes you see how stupid people are. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, an example that I can get into on the podcast because this person doesn't fucking listen. And if he did, I don't care. I have like a, a relative. I'm not even going to say... The affiliation of relative but i have a relative who's i can tell you more about this later but i have a relative who's pissed off at me for something that happened something really stupid that happened literally in 2015 what okay and he's not coming to my wedding because <laughs> he's mad at you still yeah oh my god precisely so I mean, just, really, though, kind of good he's not coming because fuck that energy. Oh, yeah, no, I, like, it's just, it's just the principle of, like, really? Yeah. Really? Really? <laughs> yeah. And, like, I didn't even know that this was a, still, like, a significant thing. Um, So that was super weird to find out. And it's just, like, it, weddings make people really weird. And it's not even really making me and Joe weird. It's making... Mm-mm everybody else fucking here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah i don't know and now we're less than two months away so it's just like i'm gonna just drink to get by we're in it just a heads up everyone because becky's wedding is coming up we may miss a week or two here and there oh yeah we it's ain't gonna happen a couple times that's why we're trying to get them in now yeah so if if don't be upset with us you know this is a big life event um but yeah so, oh, by the way, that's Becky, and that's beautiful Rachel. bride. Oh, and that's Rachel, my beautiful bride's maid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, this is Chardonnay and DNA. Um, yeah, and you said you have a very gross case, and I, I was going to like throw out some of the grossest things that I think it may be about. Is it about um, <laughs> bestiality of any kind? No. Okay. So that's good. That's already a layer of gross yeah. that we yeah. never want to get into so that's nope. good mm-hmm. is it about bodily fluids no really okay i mean i'm sure at some point yes but no that's not like but it's, in the I body mean, of the story yes i mean like a bodily fluid is a heavy as a heavily no. discussed topic okay no Mm-mm. um is it about uh well that would be a bodily fluid i guess <laughs> i was gonna ask if it was about like um 
like a like a shit kink like are people shitting on each other no 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 Mm-mm. okay Mm-mm. well i mean we've already ruled out a couple a couple that i would never want to hear about so yep yep oh i also wanted to talk about this um oh i, I hope i say her last name right this gabby Petito. is it petito or Pet- i think it's petito i don't know but that this- case is fucked it is, and it's so, it's, like, really sad, and I can't even imagine, like, the family's fucking mm. torment right now. Obviously, we all know who did it. Obviously. Like, we all know it was the boyfriend. But, but I don't want to get sued, so. Like, I'm not going to get sued. I can speculate all the fuck I want, just our, like the rest of the world is. It's our, yeah, it's our opinion that. I truly think he did it, and then someone else pointed out about her Instagram, because she's like an influencer, that the past two posts that she's made on her account were not written in the style that she would normally write her posts. Like, she oh. double capitalized things, and he does that, and she made one that was super fucking wordy, and he does that, she doesn't do that, and then after someone made that comment, he went changed all his fucking posts yeah so that's guilt to me and not cooperating with the police right there that's a hundred percent guilt yeah no dude i I, listen i also never did he lawyer up i don't know if he lawyered up i just know that he's not cooperating at all and to me that's insta guilt for sure i like i never blame anyone even if they're innocent as fuck if i was accused of a of a crime like that i would lawyer up i don't even care even oh, if I, I would 100 percent lawyer up even if i was just like mentioned in a fucking case i would I'm, lawyer up even if i'm innocent even if i had a solid alibi i'm still getting a lawyer i think everyone yeah. should get a fucking lawyer yeah that but, is your right but if you are innocent and you are not cooperating in a in a criminal investigation in a missing person that you supposedly love even if you just broke up because there was that domestic violence incident that was reported right before she went missing even if you had just broken up if i had just broken up with someone i loved i would still want to find that person and um, make sure they yes, were okay because you're not a fucking sociopath so it's all it's all kinds of fishy i yeah. really really hope that um it does not end in her body being found <laughs> I'm unfortunately believing that that's what's going to happen. I do too. I'm holding out hope that it will be her whole person alive and okay. Me too. Me too. But yeah, it's real sketchy and it's seemingly, I don't know a lot about any other theories except for the boyfriend, but isn't, wasn't that was like the only person she was with? Yeah. They were traveling across the country, like documenting it as influencers. So like, I just, there's there who the fuck else? And, and, if it was anyone else, why the fuck would he just be like, fuck you to the police and not help them? And like, what, I mean, I guess it could just be, it could be, you know, okay, if it's not the boyfriend, maybe it's like a sex trafficking thing, whatever. But yeah. He should still would, want to help. Exactly. But outside of those cases, like, what would be a motive for someone to do anything Nothing. to her that doesn't know her like there's just i mean other than like just random acts of violence but again it still doesn't add with, up but she's also with a boyfriend like yeah so it just seems she's not traveling alone she's not on a bus alone she's no. not like it just doesn't it makes no sense at all and it's no. just fishy fishy and i really hope she's okay but i don't think she is no i really hope she is too but i just i'm i'm expecting the worst i know same and like how and how long has it been when did she go missing i think her last 
the last time our parents said they heard from her was like the, in August. Oh shit! See, this has been so viral lately. I thought maybe it was in the last like week or two, <laughs> but no, no, no. He just returned home recently. Yeah, right. And that's what. Yeah, it's it's all fucked up. And bro, you were just gonna return home without her. Yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I just don't. It, none of it makes any sense. Mm-mm, that's really sad. But yeah, I'm sure we'll be talking about it more. Yeah. But, um. And as of this, this is September 16th. So when this goes out, this might go out in a couple weeks, depending yeah. on which one we release first. So just know that like we only have any updates as of September 16th. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you know um, what? What? Tell me a gross story, unless you have anything else. No, um, my story's not very long, so we're definitely gonna have to pad some stuff in. Um, well, that's okay because the last one we just recorded was pretty. That was a it. Weird. It was like over an hour. We we did a good a good long hour. Um, but all right, buckle up because you are not gonna be able to prepare yourself for what I'm about to tell you. Ready? That was my buckle. It's it's secure. You are safe and secure. Yep, I got okay. it. It's like my chastity belt. Okay. <sighs> Okay. 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 Stephen Plato was your typical 20-year-old piece of shit who wanted to groom (laughs) young girls. (laughs) Thanks, Stephen. Thanks, Stephen. Um, He met 15-year-old Alyssa on the internet. mm -hmm. Okay. I've heard heard enough. This is gross. Yeah. Oh, it just gets worse. Great. It's all downhill from here. Great. Um, Their illegal as shit relationship took a quick turn because she became pregnant with their first child. She was 17 at that time and he was 22, still fucking disgusting. Um, They were young and didn't have much money to help take care of a baby. She had the little girl. And then when she was eight months old, they put her up for adoption so that she she could be cared for by a family who was ready for a baby. Later on, Alyssa would also state that she believed Stephen was physically abusing their baby. She stated that she would pinch the baby until her body was left black and blue, stuff her in a cooler to drown out her crying until she was on the verge of suffocation. He would do this? Yes. Okay. When she was she was a couple months old. Um and they were young and, you know, they couldn't care for the baby. So Tony and Kelly Fusco adopted the baby girl and named her Katie. She was raised in Dover, a town about 80 miles north of New York City. And just to give you some reference, I believe that Stephen and Alyssa were from either Virginia or North Carolina. And what year am I in again? We are in... Give me one second. I got to do the math here. Because the articles on this motherfucking case are everywhere. Um, Okay. 1998-ish. Okay. Um, okay. So all reports seem to show that Katie had a very normal upbringing. Uh, she was a vegetarian, loved animals, and was an aspiring artist who was known for her comic strips in high school. Um, she really, like, found herself in high school. She was, like, involved in activism. I read somewhere that she led a protest for the school about being able to the dress code for girls and things like that. And like, she really came into her own in, in high school. Um, they grew up in a small, uh, small community 
in um in a in a little trailer um and all of the neighbors said that they were just like a quiet family uh you know nothing nothing really major and that she was a nice girl okay um she had planned to attend college and pursue a career in digital advertising when she graduated in 2016 when she turned 18 years old in january of 2016 she decided to contact her birth parents and reached out to them on social media with the blessing of her adoptive parents okay that's nice yeah um her plans abruptly changed though Katie wanted to meet her birth parents, and despite her future college plans, she decided to move in with her birth parents to get to know them better. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, her, no. Yeah. It's, what did the, pa- the parent, like the adoptive parents say? So her adoptive parents were really hesitant. Yeah. But they wanted to support Katie, and they knew that she was 18, and she could technically do whatever the fuck she wanted at that yeah. point. So they wanted to be supportive of her. Like, in the last episode, we talked, like, the first thing we talked about was, like, what would you say, three words you'd say to your 18-year-old self? Yeah, yeah. Like, this poor, (sighs) uh, it's awful. So they just wanted to support her and be the supportive, loving parents. Mm -hmm. I just want to say that everyone in this situation is fucked up. So don't, don't be too, like, oh, yet. Oh, okay. Um, The adoptive parents aren't great. Oh, no, they were lovely parents. Okay. They were lovely, supportive parents, but there's just some fucking shit that happens that I will okay. fault everyone for. Okay, fair. <laughs> um, so in all... <laughs> like I'm taking no fucking prisoners. <laughs> no, no. This whole thing is fucked. Um, in August of 2016, she moved in with her birth parents in Henrico County, Virginia, and she also moved in with her two younger sisters. So here's a thing. Why the fuck did Alyssa have babies with this piece of shit if he was abusing their first baby? So they're still together? When this is going on. And they have two other... Two other children. She had... She stayed with this motherfucker and had more children with him. Well, because Rachel, he said he would change. Oh, my God. Rachel. Oh, my God. He said he could change and I can change him. Yeah, you can fix that broken man mm-hmm. that groomed you as a child. Oh, God, that's so awful. Yeah, fucking disgusting. Yeah. So when Katie moved in, Alyssa and shitbag Steven were already sleeping in separate rooms because their marriage was rocky at best. And Steven mm-hmm. was super fucking abusive to Alyssa. Okay. Which is her birth mom. Um, he would threaten to kill himself if she ever tried to leave. And he was just generally the piece of shit that we know him to be. I, this is so cold and so callous, but I think that that is the most manipulative shit a it person is. can do to say they're going to hurt slash kill themselves if you, if you separate from them. Mm-mm. For real, I just want to, I want to be like, fucking do it because you won't. That's a thing. Yeah, them's them's the facts because that's not cold and callous. That's the truth. Like I, I hate that shit. I I oh, hate that I, shit. I had this piece of shit guy in high school do that to me. He was also yeah. super creepy and way older than me than was appropriate. And hmm. shocker, shocker. And of course, yeah. then I was like, oh fuck, like what? I was like, what? yeah. What are you? You're gonna do what if I? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, they're automatically absolute pieces of trash and yep. 
dare them to do it because they fucking won't because they don't mean that. They're just trying to keep you in their little tangled web of like socio, socio, sociopathy. But do keep in mind that they can can be dangerous. And if that happens, you should be telling someone that they're saying that to you. For sure. But also like they're not going to like nine times out of 10, they're not going to. That's not even nine times out of 10. I will say that. Yes, it's not impossible. However, I think usually the pattern for a person saying that is fucking manipulation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, Just more tactics for their grooming asses trying to keep this vulnerable person in their little. mm. Yeah. Fucking gross. Yep. So something drastically shifted in Steven when Katie arrived. He started to let his hair grow long. And he shaved his beard and he started to wear skinny jeans and form-fitting shirts as if he was trying to appear younger. Alyssa did tell Katie that the reason she was given up for adoption was because she had been abused by Stephen, but Katie didn't seem very concerned about it at the time. Stephen's behavior started to get even more bizarre. After two months, Alyssa would find him sleeping on the floor in Katie's room. Alyssa tried to confront him. But Stephen screamed at her that it was none of her business and then took Katie and left the house. So at this point, the the biological parents, Alyssa and Stephen, mm-hmm. um, they, they are, were already separated and they were probably, living in the same home. OK, and they were probably what, like in their 30s, uh, early 40s. OK, because they had well, the, they had her pretty young. Yeah, she was she Alyssa was probably in her, her 30s. But Stephen was, I think, 40 when when this started. Okay. (sighs) Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I hate everything about this. You're going to hate everything even more. Uh, In November of 2016, Alyssa moved out and she shared custody of the two daughters that she had with Stephen. Katie still lived with Stephen. After Alyssa moved out, it was all... How old were the other daughters? Were they like... uh, They were like... Six and eleven. Oh, okay. Um, like around that age, like I think it was like you know five and ten, and then over the course of this all happening, six and (sighs) eleven. So, (laughs) after Alyssa moved out, it was all downhill from there. Katie and Stephen began sharing a bed, according to her younger sisters. The sisters would sometimes sleep in the bed too. And they were instructed to call Katie their stepmother instead of their sister, but not to tell anyone or they would get made fun of because this motherfucker started an sexual relationship with his biological daughter. Consensually, as consensually as you can do. Because she was okay with it. I can't. I fucking cannot. This is so gross. I don't, what, what would ever possess someone? I guess I, in my guesses, my guesses of what the story was about, I did, I did neglect incest because yes. I, I didn't think we were going to go there, but we went there. We went there. We are here. We're in the shit. <sighs> okay. So Alyssa learned in May of 2017 of the incestuous relationship. And Katie was pregnant with her biological father's uh, child. And, and, and Katie full, full well knew that this was her father. Yes, 100%. 100%. 
She found this out by reading her 11-year-old daughter's journal. And I have some in some excerpts from the journal, just so you can see. The girl had made frightening drawings of her father and sister with devil horns and tails, writing, Katie is pregnant. Dad says they feel like couples. Did they get a little too drunk that night? My dad is a slut. He's Satan. He's fucking Satan. He'll go to hell, but he won't be the one that's getting tortured. He'll be the one torturing people. Wait one second. If he's Satan and Katie is a human, then the baby will be half demon. And in another entry, she wrote, my dad calls her baby also his baby. Did he make her pregnant? My dad even says she's my stepmom. WTF. He doesn't even want me to say or call her sister anymore. Katie is my sister. She's probably his wife now, but in nature, she's only my sister. Does she see me as a daughter or sister? That poor 11-year-old child, the fucking thoughts that just had to go through her head that she journaled just blows my and mind. That's also, what she wrote. That girl's also like smart as fuck. Like, yes. Yeah. She is really like she does. She sees through all of that. Like, yeah. She does not believe that it's okay. Like, she is a no. very, very smart lady. Yeah. It's... Oof. And she's still a baby now, because this was only in 2017. Oh, my God. So she's, like, 15? Yeah. No. This, this yeah. was the 11-year-old at that yes. time? Or the, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, <sighs> so, God, honey. Give me a yeah. call. I will pay for your therapy. Yeah. Yeah. So Alyssa attempted to confront him again. And all, all he said was, I thought you knew we were in love. Yeah. Disgusting. July 20th, 2017, two months after his divorce from Alyssa was finalized, Stephen Plato and Katie no. got married no. <laughs> in Parkton, Maryland, after lying on their wedding application and saying they were unrelated. And here is where her adoptive parents pissed me the fuck off. Her fucking adoptive parents posed for a photo at the wedding. Okay. They stated that they thought there was nothing they could do and had decided it was best to support Katie. And she was pregnant with his child at this point. That, that kid's going to have like 35 toes. It's, it's just, it's so fucking that, fucked up. What do you mean you, there's nothing you can do? No. You tell your daughter to fucking stop it. You pull her the fuck out of there and you and you fucking pull a, a Fiona and Shrek. You put her in a tower for a thousand yeah. years. No, dude, you you no. do something and she will understand. She because that oh, she I might do, hate you at first, but she, you know, I do feel bad for her because that's such a weird power dynamic. And mm -hmm. she like that's so fucked up. And she probably has like issues surrounding her her Adoption, biological parents yeah. yeah like that is really fucking sinister it just it gets worse so katie gave birth to her biological father's son on september 1st 2017 mm -hmm. they named him bennett which is a super cute name uh she and steven moved to a house in nightdale north carolina but their happily wedded bliss didn't last for much longer oh no you're kidding. No. Surprise. In January of 2018, they were arrested on charges of incest, adultery, and contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Seven-month-old baby Bennett was placed into the custody of Stephen's mother and Katie's biological grandmother, Grace. 
And then warrants for their DNA were given on January 31st to confirm the incestual relationship. So they took DNA from him, her, and the baby. Um, A judge ordered Katie and Stephen to have no contact. And after being released on bond, Katie went back to live with her adoptive parents in New York. And Stephen's mother maintained custody of Bennett. Did was Bennett like he was normal from everything I could see. Really? Like he was not yeah. born with any No. Genet- wow. Mm-hmm. I don't I under- mean the incest wasn't super deep at that point. Like I think a lot of times with the genetic abnormalities, like when you look at like kings, like history, you know what I mean? Like it's like incest, 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 and then there's like the the okay. club foot and like the slack jaw and like the weird stuff. You know what I mean? Okay. So um I, I think maybe that's why, but he looked like a perfectly healthy little boy. And he didn't ask for any of this and it sucks. Oh no, I know? was I was really just curious because that's so like Yeah. Not, so close. That's not cousins. That's not yeah. like Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't see anything that said he had any kind of uh, oh my god i hope oh i just hope i hope he never ever knows he'll probably know but i hope he never <laughs> i hope he never knows okay okay <laughs> um <laughs> a judge ordered katie and Stephen to have no contact i told you all that already sorry i lost my place so she went back to her parents house in new york and katie would actually go visit her adoptive grandmother in connecticut on tuesdays and thursdays with her adoptive father She had told her father on Wednesday, April 11th, 2018, that she was going to break up with Stephen, her biological father. I'm going to break up with my dad. Yeah. With my dad husband. Yeah. What? (sighs) This is two stories now, two stories now that we've covered that someone's accidentally married, not accidentally, but married their dad. Married their father. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So she actually severed their relationship that night. Stephen went to pick up Bennett from his mother's house on Wednesday night after he had, you know, gotten the phone call from Katie breaking up with him. Uh, And he told his mother that he was going to take the baby to Katie in New York. Um, But didn't tell her anything about like what was going on, you know, that like they had broken up or anything yet. Instead of actually doing that, he killed baby Bennett. Oh, so he'll never know but disgusting um i just my heart breaks for that child Mm -hmm. uh details of how the baby was killed were not are not known i couldn't find anything about it but he had no physical signs of violence or injuries at least so i'm just hoping that it was a he was probably like suffocated or something yeah i just no there's no good way to go but i just no and like that is that is absolutely horrible and that guy should burn in hell i do wonder i wonder what that little boy's life would have been like probably not great right but that's not a justification it's not a justification at all but what it is is like I think he would have had a really hard life. He would have had a really hard life. Really, really hard life. But he should have been given a chance. That's no excuse. It shouldn't have been taken away from him. Absolutely not. uh, Stephen then got in his vehicle and drove 600 miles to Connecticut. Tony Fusco and Katie were going to visit his mother. And they had stopped in New Milford, Connecticut. Surveillance footage actually shows Stephen following them. 
and when he caught up with them, he fatally shot Katie and her adopted father. He then called his mother to tell her what had happened. Katie had broken up with him and he had killed their baby and he went to kill her as well. And that he had killed her, her adopted father and that he couldn't live without them and that he would be dead by the time she called the police. And, uh, Honestly. yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah. At this point, uh, Steven's body was then found in his running vehicle in Dover dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. What a piece of shit. And I hope yeah. he is burning as we speak. Yes. Alyssa states that she feels robbed of her daughter for a third time. Oh, and that I poor, waited. The poor adoptive mother. Yeah. And I, I kind of feel like she's the one who dropped the dime on them. So, like, I don't really fault her in any of this. But, like, at the same time, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if she's the one who called and said they were having an I, incestuous relationship. I wonder or, if the the adoptive parents, I wonder if they played the part. Of, and then went along with yeah and that so that they could get him like i yeah. do maybe that is what happened so may, we probably shouldn't no it's just like when you see that picture it just like it it turns your stomach oh. like i have the photo we can post it and I, like i, I just wouldn't, i wouldn't have been able to do that i would have no. been like i would have burned that wedding ceremony to the ground and be like get the fuck in the car we're leaving i mean and guy. at that point she was already pregnant with bennett like so they were kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place either tell your daughter no and then she shuts you all out and you can't help her at all or be supportive i just there's just so many places where everything failed this girl and like and, and like it, if it were I would have hauled my ass to whatever state though Steven and Alyssa were in and been like, this is fucking weird. Get like, but it's also who knows what the adoptive parents knew or didn't know. Yeah. Until yeah, she ended true. up pregnant. Like very true. God, that's so, so Alyssa's quoted as saying, I waited 18 long years to have a relationship with my daughter and now he's completely destroyed it. Like he destroyed everything. Yeah. I just, my, this whole case was so fucking gross. That's so, yeah, that's really bad. That's really, yeah. really bad. Yeah. Um, and that's it. That's the whole fucking case. So let me get my sources real quick. <sighs> uh, Roanoke.com, DailyMail.co.uk, CBS News, CBS 17, BBC, and Fox News. I do have the 911 call because... His mom, he called his mom to tell him what had happened and then was like, you need to call the police and tell them the baby is dead in my house. And then he's like, I killed Katie and her dad or I killed Katie and Tony, whatever. And uh, I'm going to kill myself too. So then his mom had to call 911 and she is just distraught, just saying like he killed my grandson essentially. And like, it's redacted. So it gets kind of annoying because there's those long pauses where they're like bleeping out like important and like, addresses and names and shit but like she's trying to get through it and she's saying stuff like uh my son just called me and he said he killed his baby and he his wife left him last night and she's in new york and I, like i know that this up. is a shorter episode i don't think we should play that no it's honestly like it's available for anyone who wants to hear it yeah um but i literally just told you what she said yeah i don't and i i don't i don't i honestly don't want to hear that and yeah it's really sad just because uh, it's so 
gross. The only other thing that I listened to it because I wanted to see if there was any more details in it that I couldn't find in any of the articles, um, like how the baby was killed and the the uh, the nine one one operator who blessed them, fucking blessed them. I can't even imagine mm-hmm. the trauma they go through. Um, said you know, how did he kill the baby? And she was like, I don't know. I didn't ask. I don't want to know. So it's just, it's just fucked up all around. And like, I just, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty wrecked. That was really bad. Yeah. That was really, really yeah. bad. Uh, something was really wrong with that guy. Really, yeah. Like really from wrong. There was another, like, there was another quote from Alyssa somewhere that said something like, he finished the job he started when she was a baby, <gasps> which was like, I don't think she was talking about the sexual abuse or anything like that. I think but she just, was talking about him her, abusing her. Just her, like, uh, ultimate annihilation caused yeah. by him. Yeah. That is crazily fucked up and really, really, like, so internally rapey because mm-hmm. he tortured her as a little girl mm-hmm. and then impregnated her and like like total control oh yeah that's like mm. yeah and manipulated her into that relationship now whenever they were going through the incest uh hearing like you know the the trial and everything mm-hmm. he had an, a, a lawyer named rick friedman the second and he said there was never an allegation that Stephen Plato pressured Katie into a relationship. This case is an 18-year-old girl who shows up at the doorstep of a 40-year-old man who's going through difficult times with his wife, Friedman said. They have a bond because they're biologically related, but they never knew each other before they had a sexual relationship. He was head over heels in love with her, so much so that that outweighed the issue of them being biologically related. And all I hear there is a bunch of fucking disgusting excuses. And, like, um, I'm sorry, if I started, if I was, okay, well, if I were single, well, even if I found out tomorrow that Joe was my brother, like, yeah. no, like, no, no, are you out of your mind? Yeah, it's just disgusting. I, I can't, I just can't. And it's not even like they found out, like they literally moved in knowing this shit and continued that relationship. Right. And it's like, you're, you are really trying to say that they just were so in love that that overtook them being father and child. Yeah. No. I literally just had a little bit come up there. That is so, oh my God. And I just, I find it just so unbelievably gross that he like literally tried to kill her as a baby yeah and then he and accomplished then it just that's came... what i think she was referring to oh yeah about yeah. like just, he finished the job yeah just that girl's total annihilation like yeah yeah oh it's it's God. i wasn't kidding when i said this case was fucking disgusting and it's sad mm. so yeah there's my really fucking gross case for you Wow, that yeah, yeah, that's that's the top one most disturbing I think that we've ever done. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's real, and it was not covered well. Like this just happened mm-hmm. in 2018. It wasn't even that fucking long ago. Mm-hmm. 
And I just found it. I found it on TikTok of all fucking places. That is so fucking crazy. Yeah. And there's like, when you look it up, like there's, there's articles, but it just like, they're not very in depth. They don't really talk. Like it's, it's literally what I just told you. And Probably like, because it's so honestly, maybe because it's like so taboo. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's sad. So wow. that's, that's my really fucking gross case. Um, Stop marrying your fucking children, you fucking weirdos. Yeah, um, that is not, that is not okay. That's not it's okay. Not. It's and, not. And it's just, like, she was barely an adult, too, and, like, that's just such a power dynamic, and, like... Mm-hmm. Alyssa, at one point, said she's just a child. She, like, she literally screamed that at him. And, like, I and just... And, like, who even knows how, like emotionally developed she was like i would be yeah mm, it's all bad yeah there's not a single good thing like wait till you see the fucking wedding pictures and shit like oh i shudder at the thought yeah it's it's rough so dude but yeah there's my shitty story Mm, yeah It's not funny. It's just one of those things where, like, it's it's so fucked up. I don't know what else to fucking do. Like, a, yeah, great, good podcast story, I suppose. Yeah, this. I mean, this poor girl. Like, I don't get me wrong. Like, I realize she fucked up too, but she was young and impressionable, and like her parents should have guided her away from that. She should have been safe with the man who was her biological father. And, and instead, if, and if she wasn't safe which she wasn't something should have been done like yeah like she was a victim here and nothing like you know but i'm sure now and now the now the adoptive father is dead right yes yes like i'm sure now that the adoptive mother has to like she has to live with all that yeah it sucks that's super yeah that's really bad yep so that's uh that's right up there for grossest fucking story we've ever covered. Yeah. Well, okay then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go to the very much needed padded room. Yeah, absolutely. What do you got for me? Oh, I just wanted to like briefly, and again, we are this, if this episode comes out way later than this took place, sorry. But like the Met Gala, um, <laughs> These memes, man, they are on. Especially the Kim Kardashian one. That's pretty much the one I'm referring to. The Dementor uh, one. Yeah, the Dementor one. The um, <laughs> the one I was cracking up at was her. Who is she next to in like the see-through dress? Is that her sister or some shit? Yeah, I think it's one of her sisters. Okay, she um was like that picture, and so it was like you know. Kim Kardashian all in black and then her sister in like see-through dress next to her and the caption said uh me at 3 a.m going into my mom's room telling her I threw up (laughs) like (laughs) just like I froze up I I was like that is so funny and then I would then I thought about like I remember those times when I got you know when I was sick with whatever little gross ass kid Mm-hmm. Uh, kid flu i had and i would be so upset about throwing up i still get upset about throwing up and i'd be like i'm sorry and my parents were like what the fuck you don't have to be like, sorry it's not like you made it happen like here we are <laughs> yeah oh my god 
Um, Lil Nas X's outfits were amazing. Oh, I don't yeah, know his- if you saw the transition, but like, oh yeah, his were great. Um, um, and another one was I think it was ASAP Rocky. I didn't see his. He was the one. Like, look up ASAP Rocky um, Met Gala. The like colorful outfit he had on. I like Dan uh, Dan Levy's too. Yeah, it was weird, but it was cool. He looks like he's covered in balloons. Yeah, the one meme said, why does ASAP Rocky look like he uh, just got lost in like a bowl of um, crunch Oh, are he and Rihanna dating? I didn't know that. That's yeah. news to me. You missed the punchline. Did you hear it? No, I didn't. I'm sorry. Oh, it said, uh, fucking ADHD moment, bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it said, it said, um, why does ASAP Rocky looks like he got just lost in like a bowl of crunch berries? <laughs> <laughs> he does. He does. <laughs> Hundred percent, but she looks stunning as always. Oh yeah, she looks great. She could show up in a fucking burlap sack, and I'd be like, "Yes, beautiful, lovely." Like, I'd be I like, wouldn't oh, care. Yeah, burlap, but fashion, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just cut holes for the arms, and I'd still be like, "Oh my god." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, did you see? Um, oh my god, brain! I'm having a real rough moment right now. The horse girl. No, Alexandria or uh, the fucking representative. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm i not thrilled. I'm not thrilled. So, the message was very not received the way it sh- like she intended. Nothing says fucking uh, out of touch with um, your people, like wearing a, t- a dress that says tax the rich to uh, an event where it's $50,000 a fucking plate. I know. So here's the thing, and I'm real conflicted, okay? Because yeah. I originally, okay, I went back and forth so many times on this. At first, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, tax the rich. Yeah, bitch. But then I thought about it. I'm like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. She's doing that at an event that costs like, yeah, 30 G's or whatever yeah. to get into. Like, that's a little, that's a little tone deaf. However, I then got schooled by instagram because now i'm reading that she was actually invited she was invited the most people are and the dress was made by a, a black a, owned business and i like think a it woman was of, like a black yeah. i think it was a black uh woman who was also maybe an immigrant if i'm not yeah i still i, I get all that i truly do but it seems more performative than anything it doesn't feel like you do you get what I mean. Like, it just yes. seems like she's like, I'm going to do this because I know that the people who love me and I love her. Don't get me wrong. Like, I think she, you know, has some great points and like has done some shit or tried to do some shit. But it still just feels very performative and not like. Uh-huh. And like, you know. cool that she got people talking about it. Like, I guess that's no, I'm I'm super torn. I'm super torn. Yeah. because My very first reaction was like, oh, cool. Yeah. But then then I was like, wait a minute. Uh. What about uh, uh, Cara Delvin's bulletproof vest? Did you see that? The one, did that say Peg the Patriot? Yeah, I actually, I was not mad about that one. I was like, okay. Yeah, so that was interesting too, because the way I took that was, it's almost satire because the patriarchy is so homophobic. (laughs) Even though a lot of like straight dudes like butt stuff. Like- Right. And but I a just, lot of, but how I was, so I was like, oh, that's funny because like it's satirical and ironic. But 
I was also reading that some people take it as like, that's kind of patriarchal in itself because you're making fun of like pegging. Like, I don't know. I mean, I can, I can definitely see it. I think it was just more of the, like the fact that like she, she wore a fucking bulletproof vest to uh, I the Met was, Gala. I um, didn't, I didn't, I didn't take it as like, disrespectful at all toward like I don't like I don't know who exactly thought it I didn't take it as disrespectful toward like any certain community I thought it was Mm -hmm. just very like in your face like and funny but I guess I could see I think she was trying to make a statement for sure but like there was also um Megan Rapinoe I might be saying that wrong she's a soccer player um she had a red and white uh little clutch that said in gay we trust oh i didn't see that one yeah who was the one dressed as a fucking horse <laughs> there was, i didn't know there was someone dressed as a horse hold on yeah i don't i don't know who it was did they take some ivermectin D- okay so look that up look up the dress first and then i'll tell you something horse funny dress met gala it'll be on there guaranteed Kim Petra. Is that who? Is it the horse dress? I'm looking. Oh my god, can I just fucking get through this without any ads, please? He looks like he wore his grandma's quilts. That's literally what it looks like. I'm looking at it up close and it's a it's a quilt with bean bags. No, you're not. Oh, 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 oh. No. Find the horse girl. I'm looking. Ugh, Chloe Kravitz just kills it every time. Zoe Kravitz. My brain went to Chloe for some reason, but Zoe. Yeah, she's I was like, just, I was like, wait, is there a Sorry, I meant Zoe. I meant Zoe, but my my brain just shut down because she's naked. <laughs> um. Okay, I'm about to just. What the to fuck you. is that? Did you find it? No, I was looking at Simone Biles. Oh, oh, I don't like it. J Lo oh. looks like Indiana Jones. Okay, you're on an ADHD. I'm like. scrolling. I can't find it. Um, it is Kim Petro. I don't even know who that is. Oh, I found it. I just, what the fuck? So, okay, I just sent it to you too. But I saw something, I saw a post about that that said like, um, it says something like Joe Rogan after this week or something. Cause I guess <laughs> I fucking can't stand Joe Rogan. I, I can't care. either. I don't care. I can't either. It. Guarantee he went and got those fucking monocle antibodies when he got COVID and that's why he did so fucking well through it. Um, I watched a video on TikTok that was like it was a guy who was reading comments from a woman who just destroyed everyone's outfits. Okay, and they talked about Jennifer Lopez, and she looks like Indiana Jones when you look yeah, at no, it. Yeah, no, she like, does. Yep, a hundred percent. Um, and then like, oh, sorry, I just scrolled, and then they said about Whoopi Goldberg. I oh. thought it looked like interesting. They're like, the color purple didn't save you here. Uh. Mm like her movie and i was just like wow I, I have to say that that is correct because that shit was wild yeah i just it was it was interesting but yeah i gotta get off here because i keep going back to zoe kravitz so let's let's exit out wait there was a really funny oh is it not on there anymore i don't know where it was there was a really funny what the fuck is uh What's Trevor Noah's show called? 
I don't know. The, uh, the old... Not the... Not the, the Daily Show? Yeah, Daily Show. There was a really funny post that I'm going to look at about the Met Gala. Who is that? Who is that? Oh, and all this about goddamn Nicki Minaj... Nikki Tutorials. She's a YouTuber. She is precious. Oh my god, I love her dress. She's so cute. Are you having her? Fun her outfit paid. Uh. Oh, her outfit was uh, like in honor of Marsha P. Johnson. Oh. That's, and that's nice. It's it look look oh my god look it up it's really nice. Why didn't we see those? Like that's gorgeous. She I know looks that's the thing. Like you only see the really stupid ass outrageous ones. Uh, Billie Eilish looked slamming. Her dress is beautiful. She looks like a bombshell. Oh wow! Oh wow! Who'd you see? Frank Ocean looks crazy. Like he had that little, sh- oh, it almost looks like a little Shrek baby with him, like a little Shrek baby doll. What? Okay. Um, Frank Ocean. People are probably like, we really don't give a fuck about any. What the fuck? Green robot baby? Why? I don't. Did know. he have to pay extra for his robot baby? Did he have to buy another ticket? <laughs> yeah. What the shit is happening here? <laughs> Okay, Megan really Fox go- looks nice. Anyway, we're way off topic. We're, we're really going out a rabbit hole, but yeah. Those anyway, are, yeah, those are crazy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, outrageous. Um, yeah, that was. I mean, that was a good padded room. Um, we got in there. We got in that room. We we really did. Like we bounced around in there for a little bit. We did. We like just. I went on a full ADHD fucking binge. No, like you, I couldn't stop really... to the point where I started fucking up names. Yeah, like, no, you, and to the point where like you were just not even communicating with me anymore no sorry y'all that's just you know that is unfortunately the um the sad cruel nature of (laughs) of my adhd sometimes is someone calling you yeah um i don't want to be like oh decline oh got it um the boys do the boys were like fucking decline that shit right now (laughs) the boys in google yeah yeah she was she was all about that too actually i don't hear her barking so i never hear her bark no i think it's just the boys wilding out like they always do oh my do you god hear that bear yeah bear is shady as fuck he is okay Why? Well, all right bye as everyone I, is well i was gonna do the social media <laughs> yeah go ahead should i just skip that oh oh i think uh, we have a break oh, okay did you hear joey go <laughs> yeah so <laughs> We are on Facebook at Chardonnay and Sign DNA. We are barely on Twitter, but it's at Chardonnay DNA. Instagram is Chardonnay and DNA, all spelled out. Chardonnayanddna.com for our website. Chardonnayanddna at gmail.com. Send us some stories. My tank's drying up a little bit. Um, by that, I mean I'm running out of stories. <laughs> I also, just want to throw this out there. We're coming up on like, I mean, we're in spooky season. But we're coming up on spooky season. We could definitely do a couple episodes of just some really like twisted ghost shit. 
fun. Let us know if you'd want to hear that, if you'd be okay with us skipping a little DNA for that. Oh, I... Um, yeah. We can do Are it. you just saying, fuck them, it's our podcast and we do what I we mean, want? I want to know if they're interested, but like... That's what I want to know. Like, if, if you're not going to listen to it, then tell us. But like, we'd love think, to read your ghost stories on, like, on the episode like send us your ghost stories or whatever you know they will listen they will yeah (laughs) if we record they will listen yeah um yeah okay well um good night good luck get laid get fucked isn't getting laid get fucked the same thing though well well i mean i guess not but like i was about to say eat glass but that's you and then i thought back to smoke glass and i was like well, we can't tell them to do that yeah well how about good night good luck smoke Ooh. grass get fucked like well, how about good night good luck eat glass mm, get eat glass you can still say get fucked you could say or, or you could do good night good luck we could do we'll work on it we'll work on it yeah we'll come back with it next week yeah we're getting there Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay. Can you hear me? Yep.